0: If you could do one simple thing that was guaranteed to increase your sales by 60%, would you do it? A simple step that would over double your sales. Heck yes, you would. Well in today's training, I'm going to walk you through three proven simple steps that you can take that you can start doing today to over double your sales. One, Testimonials. Studies show us that 92% of consumers read online testimonials when considering a purchase. 88% of consumers report trusting reviews as much as they trust their friends, personal recommendations. So with that said, are you incorporating customer reviews, pulling up online readings when you're in your sales presentations and testimonials and you're sharing them in every one of your sales presentation, every one of your sales pitches? Are you doing that? Do you have reviews handy and ready that you can share with your prospect during every single presentation? If not, go and get some testimonials, whether from a coworker, pull them from online, or contact your previous customers and grab some from them. The fact is, if you're not sharing testimonials or what we sometimes call edifying your company, if you're not edifying your company by showing your prospect that your product or service is highly rated, you are missing out on sales. Now, if you have a new business and you don't have any testimonials yet, share your personal experience with your, with your product, your service, or if you're your coach and you don't have any testimonials yet, share your own transformation in your life. With that said, once you have that positive customer feedback, start showcasing it on your website and in every one of your sales presentations. And if you have happy customers, I promise, they are more than happy to write a public online review for you. I've had customers over the years who are so happy that they insist that I give people their phone number so that if a prospect has any questions or is on the fence about anything, they can call them and ask them how they like their service, which I have done. And when I was selling door to door, if there was a neighborhood that I had several customers in, I would always share the address of the neighbors in the area who bought their system or solar system from me. So they could see the sign or they could see the solar, or they could knock on the door if they wanted to and ask the customer questions. When I was working booth sales and had a customer on the fence, I would pull up online reviews on my phone of our products. Few people want to be pioneers. Few people want to be the first to buy and try something, especially if your brand is not super well known. So reassure them that they're making a really good decision. And the way you do that is by sharing testimonials and product reviews. And even better when you can show them testimonials of happy customers who are in a similar situation to themselves because when you do that they psychologically can just put themselves in those shoes and see them having a very similar experience or the same exact experience as the testimonial so keep that in mind as well if you have testimonials of customers who are similar to your prospect highlight those testimonials and your happy customers don't be nervous about contacting them to ask them for reviews because happy customers are happy to share they just sometimes need You ask them, so go and ask and use those testimonials within each and every sales presentation, online, in person, because studies show us that testimonials increase sales by 62%, AKA more than doubling your closing ratio. Number two, try and get a no. And know that a no is oftentimes better than a yes. Yes, you heard that right. And this notion that getting your customer to answer several yes questions will ultimately lead them to one final yes, let me buy your product. is false. Yes, the technique can work sometimes where you're asking your questions that you know are going to get you a yes. Do you drink water? Yes. Do you like clean tasting water? Yes. Questions like this that you know are gonna get you a yes Ultimately, do not always get you a yes, let me buy your product in the end. Again, this technique can work, but not as often as we're told to believe it does. And I've gathered the power of no from a book called Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. I highly recommend it. I'm totally enthralled by the book. Chris Voss is a former FBI hostage negotiator and is the owner of a company called Black Swan that teaches negotiations. And he shares in his book the power of no. And even more, the power that letting your prospects say no has on making them feel comfortable. And in turn, the power that having your prospects say no has on increasing your sales. Yes, psychology shows us that saying no actually breeds a feeling in the person who says it of being safe and in control. Therefore, getting your prospect to say no actually helps them to feel more secure and as though they're at least in the passenger seat of your, your whole sales pitch experience. So if you want to increase your sales, embrace and even encourage a no response from your prospect. No, as opposed to what many people believe is actually a really good thing. No is the beginning of a conversation. Your customer oftentimes has to get that no off their chest, especially if they're feeling skeptical. For one reason or another, if you know someone has a wall up, try and get them to say no so that they can feel at ease and more in control. And once this happens, a real conversation can begin. So real quick, I'm gonna break down just some strategic methods for getting your customer to say no. I can go into further detail In another video, if you want me to go into more detail, comment below, or if you're listening to this on audio, go to my Instagram and let me know on my latest posts or DM me directly. So what does no mean? No in one short phrase means from the prospect, I don't know enough yet. No means I don't feel comfortable. I don't understand. I want something different from what you're showing me. I don't know how this is going to serve me. I need more information. I don't see the value. In sum, again, all of those phrases equal, I don't know enough, which in turn means that you, as the salesperson, may not know enough either about your prospect. So now is the opportunity to start asking more questions, including questions that maybe you know are gonna get you a no response. Questions that you know are completely left field and incorrect so that your prospect will give you a no, and then they're gonna follow up with, you got that wrong, let me explain what the real situation is. And they're gonna give you more details about where they're at as a prospect and give you more insights into their situation and into their needs. An example of this is a customer calls you and wants to negotiate their rate. You could begin your response with, okay, have you guys found someone else who will provide you with a similar product for a different rate? At which time they're gonna respond with no. We're just really tight on a budget and, then and therefore they've explained themselves. They've corrected you. Or yes, we have. At which point you have opened up this conversation and you can begin to ask more questions to better understand where your prospect's at with your service or what they're expecting from their new service, things like that my biggest point the biggest thing i want you to take away from all of this is don't be afraid of the no or even a yes that you perceive is going to give you a negative response like they are going with a different company if you know that you have a superior product there's no reason to be afraid of a negative of a perceived negative response or a no instead diving feet first into trying to get the no or that scary yes is gonna give you an opportunity for your customer to really open up, for for them to correct you or tell you about their, their situation so that a real conversation can begin. So you can keep the relationship with your prospect and perhaps even upsell them so that you can better serve their needs, therefore increasing your sales. Another way, great way to increase your sales and get a no is to give your customer options With this said, we wanna keep it to a three option range, three option max, so that your customer can say no to two of your options and ultimately say yes to one of them. And there's actually a case study that's done on this as well, proving that options, giving your customer options to say no to certain products and yes to one, increases your sales. But too many options, that's why we want to stick to like a three option range, can decrease your sales and customer satisfaction. Which leads me into our final tip, tip number three, for increasing your sales, and that is to provide options for your product. And this is called, this is actually called price anchoring. So I'm gonna break this concept down in two parts. One, too many options leads to indecision. Proven by the jam experiment. In 2000, psychologists from Columbia and Stanford published a study that they did at a local market where they put up two jam displays. One food display had 24 jam options and the other jam display had six and the thing was the table with 24 options drew in more customer interest more customers like hey what's going on here but the table with only six options produced more sales in fact the table with six options produced three times the amount of sales of that with 24 jam options. And the funny thing to me too was that having too many options also led to buyer remorse and a reduction in customer satisfaction. So in the case of sales, less is more. Well, less options helps you sell more anyway. With that said, three options is found to be the sweet spot. What studies have found is that if you want to increase your sales, offer a premium option, a medium price option and a lower price option. When you do this, most people choose the medium option. And it's because it looks cheaper compared to the higher price option, but consumers also assume that it's a higher quality compared to the lower price option. And a small percentage of consumers will still opt in for the cheapest option because that's just what they do. And about 10% will opt in for the premium option every single time because That's just what that type of consumer does. This is price anchoring. And because of the few but awesome options, the consumer will be more inclined to buy, to choose one instead of none, and be more satisfied overall with their purchase. In turn, increasing your sales, your referrals, and happy customer testimonials. And there you have it. If you have any questions, drop them below. Join our sales community so that we can connect there. Be sure to subscribe so that you catch next week's training as well. And I'll leave you with this. You are powerful and capable. No dream or goal is too big or too silly, whatever that dream or goal may be. And the time is now.